This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing new Firehouse Pairs. Pair your favorite small sub with a signature side, like the awesome five cheese mac and cheese. And remember, a portion of every purchase at Firehouse Subs goes towards helping first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations only, Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of the Shooter Shoot Podcast. We got Kane and Ling in the studio for a little bit before we get into our interview. After that, we got a great interview lined up for you guys today. We got actress, model, former cheerleader Danica Frederickin to talk about the acting industry, how she got into it, a story about her in LA. You guys don't want to miss it. Make sure you check it out. Also, make sure you guys subscribe and leave a like on the video as well. Right now, though, we got a beat from Kevin Tyler. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Shooter Shoot Podcast. We're here in the studio with Kanan Lane. Kanan, what's up? What's up? How you guys doing? What's you, what are you up to? How Me? I'm just chilling. Just chilling. You know, it's been a boring day so far. Yeah. Yeah. So? So, I mean, I saw this thing the other day on the internet, and I want to ask you because I'm curious to know what you think. And the question is, are you a good driver? Uh... No, and yes, at the same time. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm a decent driver. I mean... I haven't gotten a crash since, like, my first year I've gotten a vehicle. So. Oh, okay. Because I read the study that everybody thinks they're a good driver, and that's so true, hey? You're driving in traffic, and you're like, fuckers, get out of the way. Like, you guys are going slow. Nobody knows how to drive but me. Yeah. And then you're, like, checking your phone at a stoplight. <laughs> like, oh, shit, the light's green, and everybody's honking. And you're like, fuck off. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. I was uh, driving to my buddy's place yesterday. Or, yeah, yesterday. And this guy... Like, I stopped at a stoplight, and I was just, like, quickly putting my seatbelt on, because I didn't do it when I pulled out, or it was, like, mm-hmm. starting my music, whatever it was. And he hit up the stop, like, the red, uh, the stop sign, mm-hmm. and he just, he didn't really even stop. It was kind of, like, as if there was no one in the intersection already, and you were kind of just, like, hitting the stop sign, and, mm-hmm. you know, as you would. And that's what he did, and, like, as he's driving past, he's like, what the fuck, man? He's, like, trying to, like, flip me off, and I'm like... What the fuck? So I rip around and I like pull up beside the dude. I'm like, what? Like what? Like what did I do? And he like hits his brakes and like, burr, like pulls like right back and just like shuffles it behind me and just like completely hit. It was it was funny. Just some random dude just got mad at me and then didn't even want any confrontation after. It was just the nice. funniest exchange. I don't know. The other day I was biking and uh, I was biking through the Superstar parking lot to go to the U of M. Yeah. And like there's a stop sign there, but there was nobody, so I just kept biking and some dude honked at me. So like stopped and he rolled down his window. He's like, "There's a stop sign there." Uh, I was like, "Thanks for the update, fucking Dudley Do Right." <laughs> That's great. I'm not in a motorized vehicle, so you can go fuck yourself. If you hit me, it would 100 percent still. Yeah, be exactly. Me. So fuck you. And if I, if I die, I die. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Ivan Drago from Rocky Four. Yeah. If he dies, he dies. Like, <laughs> I guess that's the end of the road for me. <laughs> no doubt. I'm done. Oh, like that's funny. So recently, uh, and this is going to be the only time we talk about this, because I don't want to ever waste my breath on this after this episode. <sighs> the JBA final was the other day. Okay. And Mellow and Jello Ball combined for 76 shots. Yeah. And they won. And now, and now players upset because the JBA is not paying him his money. What do you make about this whole LeVar Ball experiment? Everything taken into account from when Lonzo was in college. I think... To now he's in the NBA. 
JBA. You were like, what do you want to talk about? Like the fact that he's not paying him, or just like the whole, yeah, like the, the whole, whole like Levar Ball, the whole, whole thing, whole. the whole thing. This is my thing about Levar Ball. Levar Ball is the Carmelo Anthony of marketing. He looks sick, right? Like his ideas are good. You know, I'm gonna boost my son and get him drafted high. Yeah. I'm gonna start this league, and it's gonna be a great idea. Because when that idea first came out, I was super high on that. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know. I'm so happy that he's trying to do this because players deserve to get paid. Maybe yeah, he can no actually doubt. challenge NCAA. For and sure. you know, he's starting his own brand. He's trying to promote there. He's trying to get yeah. on TV to talk about it. He's getting his own shoe line for his kids. Yeah, totally. But then when it comes down to his execution's fucking garbage. And yeah. it's just hype beasts who love hype train and yeah. a puff of air that they can get behind. But there's nothing really substantial. You know, like the JBA. Yeah. Just turns into a league for his sons to take terrible shots. Yeah, no doubt. And boost that, and now somebody's not getting paid. Yeah, no His doubt. shoe line. The shoes are way overpriced, and he's rushing his kids into getting their shoe deal, and now they can't play college basketball. Yeah. Boosting his kids becomes, now he's getting in trouble with the Lakers head coach, and yeah. with Magic Johnson, and now they threw out a, an injury report so that he wouldn't get traded. Yeah. And it becomes taking your son out of high school. Yeah. And taking your son out of college, even though he was caught stealing in another country and was arrested. Yeah, no, and now no. you're moving them to the middle of nowhere, Lithuania, to try to boost their value. Yeah, he like him and Carmelo Anthony are the same person because they have all the tools, but their ego and their arrogance gets way too much in the way, and then it prevents them from actually getting a good product. Melo was washed, anyways. Yeah, Melo was never what people said he was. He no. was always just a great scorer. Yeah. He was never that dude that was going to lead you to a title. Yeah, no. Because if he was, he would have had a title yeah, or, exactly. or a finals appearance. Yeah, no doubt. Anyways, go ahead. I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know. I think Lavar. He's he means well. He does for sure. He means well, so I he think does. that I think that's what it is. It just comes yeah, like you said. He just comes down to his execution, and poor execution, and I don't know. I think he's just trying to. He's, he's on the hustle, you know? He just does what he wants. No, but LeVar Ball can have his cake and eat it too. Yeah, I guess. There's two extremes. People who... I find a lot of times people who defend LeVar Ball say like, oh, he just loves his kids. Like, you can you can love your kids without doing all this stuff. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no what's doubt. wrong with saying... Instead of saying my son's better than Steph Curry, what's wrong with saying my son can start on a third of the teams in the NBA right now? Yeah, no doubt. Because that's not false. No. When he got drafted, there were a lot of bad teams with bad point guards. Yeah, exactly. And now you're proving your confidence in your son. He can yeah. start in the NBA. That's huge confidence. That's crazy, yeah. Why do you have to go out and say he's better than a back-to-back MVP, which is just clearly not true? Yeah, no, exactly. And then he shoots under 50% from the free throw line. You look like a complete fucking idiot. With, like, a terrible form. Like, yeah. the worst form I've ever seen. It's Like, it. why is there glorification in stubbornness and, oh, my boy's gotten to this point. He's never going to change, blah, blah, blah. Like, why, why are we looking at that? I mean, like, yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think... It was, it's, it's all the hype. That's the only reason, like, nobody knew about them before he... Who, no, people did know about them. That's the worst part. They were getting their uh, press time. They were getting media attention. There was an article in Slam Magazine written about all of them because they set a record with the Chino Hills High School team. Yeah. All that, three like, of them were on the same team, and they all got scholarships to UCLA. People knew about them. Yeah. He didn't need to go out. It's not like he was... I don't know. Oh, God. Who is somebody in that draft class who nobody knew about? Um, It's not like he was, like, Donovan Mitchell. Who, yeah. Like, Leading up, nobody really knew about, and then he had a great end of the season in the college season, and then yeah. he had a great combine, yeah. and then he slipped to the end of the lottery. Uh-huh. Or somebody like Josh Hart, who was a senior at Villanova, yeah. people were like, oh, well, seniors don't do so well. People knew who he was, and he was good enough to get dropped in the top five. Yeah. He can have his cake and eat it too. You know, he can have his business, and if yeah. his son does well, people are going to be like, oh, Alonzo Ball's a good player. I'm yeah. going to check out his shoe. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I think it's just... he's. A, he's marketing very extremely. He's just like right out there but with everything. That's 
very dangerous. I know. That's I, playing with fire. I mean, it's working, so... Uh-huh. To an extent. One, there, was one thing, there was one thing I remember when I first started training for basketball, my trainer told me, anything that you gain quickly yeah. will be lost just as quickly. And that doesn't just apply to the weight room and yeah. your body, uh-huh. but it also applies to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, like Tim Duncan, yeah. for example, the big fundamental one of the yeah. flashiest players ever had incredible staying power in the league because he had a solid foundation, he built his skills, and he was very well-rounded. Yeah. You know? Yeah. LeVar Ball now came onto the scene decently well, then he came in really hot with the Steph Curry comments, and now there were rumors that the Lakers were going to trade Lonzo Ball because they didn't want to deal with him. I hope. And then it was, uh, Lonzo Ball has an injury and he's getting surgery, and now people are thinking that it's because LeVar Ball is sending this out to scare teams away from actually taking Lonzo. Yeah. Probably. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to be a flash in the pan. Yeah. You want sustainability. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I think... What I don't like is, like, he's so particular about what his kids do. It's like, you can only go to UCLA. You can only play Lakers. But that's obviously not true. Yeah, I know, but, like, you know, it's just... Yeah. He's just... I don't know. That's just what I don't... He's trying to control his kids too much, I think. That's how I feel. It's obviously not true, though, because he can only go to UCLA until they're playing pro in Lithuania. Yeah, exactly. And remember, when he came to Lithuania, there was a huge parade. People were excited. Uh They had a huge press deal, or a press conference for when they came in. There was a ton of excitement, and then when they left, it became... Nobody wanted to deal with LeVar Ball anymore. Yeah, no He became too exhausting. Yeah, well, it became true. just a gimmick, and people weren't a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It, I, it's just so extra. I like what you said, though. I think his head's in the right place. You know, yeah. he wants his kids to do well. I just think he's not being patient. Yeah. And he's the Carmelo Anthony of marketing. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. It's unfortunate. We're gonna we'll see it how it unfolds. Yeah, I don't I don't want to talk about Levar Ball too much, just because you know the JBA final happened. I feel like. We might as well talk about it once. Yeah. I feel like it gets gets too much press time. Yeah. I also, like, and yet on the flip side, I don't think the argument that the media should stop covering him is a valid argument. The Lakers fans who say, oh, well, it's not his fault, it's the media's fault. Yeah. If there's a story, they're going to report the story. This is true. That's literally their job. Yeah, It's not his job to scream at people. It's not his job to get his name out there. Yeah. That's something that he wants to do, and the media's going to report it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I don't know an anomaly just this whole situation it's just it, it really is it's just he's he's gonna implode sooner or later I mean there's a ton of hype though around yeah. like you know and I think Quavo shouted him out in a song yeah so now a bunch of like Migos fans are like into it you know the yeah. hype but then again Quavo also convinced the Hawks to trade Luka Doncic yeah so we'll see what Quavo really knows about basketball <laughs> yeah no doubt okay uh, uh. so the other day you said some whack bullshit me yeah you don't even bring it up. Yeah, I already know what you're talking about. We're bringing it up right now. Okay, so I think it's bad to rank things at some point because, you know, times are different, errors are different, some things aren't better than the other, they're just both great. However, graduation is still better. I'm ranking the Kanye West albums because I'm a douchebag and I need to rank things anyways. So, here are my rankings. Bottoms to top. I'm not counting Watch the Throne, by the way. It's not, a, it's not a Kanye album. He, Technically he, it is. No, it's not. Him and Jay-Z. No, it's not a Kanye album. It's a, so he's not on it? It's like, it's a, it's a Watch the Throne album. It's just like Kanye the and Cuddy. What does that even it's mean? It's just like Kanye and Cuddy. They're, it's like, just because well, they're on I, it. I'm, if I were to be ranking joint albums, Kids yeah. vs. Ghosts would definitely be the last. Kids uh, definitely Ghosts. Kids see, whatever. Kids see Ghosts, Kids vs. Ghosts, Kids are Ghosts. It was a terrible album. You're trash. It was horrible. You're a terrible It was being. actually really bad. Ye was at least good. It just doesn't measure up to anything else he's done. 
Kids See Ghosts was just bad. It was just straight up terrible. Man. Yeah. You wildin'. Okay, so number eight. You wild. Number eight, Yeezus. There are some pretty good songs on there, but there's too much filler and Agreed. stuff that I didn't like for it to be any higher. Number seven's Yay. It was pretty good. Seven songs is too little, though. And there were just... I find the songs that were great. I think Ghost Town was really good. Yeah. That's the best song in the album, in my opinion. Yeah. Other than that, there were like two songs I thought about Killing You and wouldn't leave that aren't good at all and then the rest are just like fillers that would just be okay on other albums six is 808s and heartbreaks because that's a really good album it just doesn't measure up to the other ones yeah five is the life of pablo i thought that was really good when it came out and it actually exceeded my expectations because i thought he'd be washed by then turns out he'd wait till 2018 to achieve that four is the college dropout i mean i don't i don't think i need to explain why it's fucking amazing yeah three is late registration Two is my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, and number one, of course, is graduation. Because no songs in there, I'd be like, "Oh, this isn't good." Yeah, they all slap See, so well. I would keep yours the same, except I would switch dark twisted fantasy with life of Pablo, hundred percent, totally, really, totally, hundred percent. T Lop, mm. but so, graduation is just it's, so. Yay is still seven for you. Yeah, I, 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 it was a banger album. Which is actually no, I would switch that. Probably I'd switch eight oh eights and. Really? Yeah. I really like 808s and Heartbreak. It's good. Just, I think I it's, don't know. it's a different, it was a different like vibe. I, I feel yeah. like douchey for saying the word vibe. Mm-hmm. I feel like my Visco account was just created when I said the word vibe. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no. Posting booty pics and shit. Yeah, no, just it entered my Twitter bio as soon as I said vibe. But uh, no, I, I thought it was a great album. EA for me was just super underwhelming. Seven songs. You're blasphemous. Jesus. How is that blasphemous? blasphemous? Have you heard... Do you actually listen to the other albums? Yeah. Like, do you, so you know they're how good they are. Yeah. Okay. I just don't like Twisted Fantasy. It's just... It's, how? It's dark, Kanye. I don't, I don't like it. What do you it. mean is... It's just... <clears throat> what was it? It wasn't Dark Whoa. Twisted Fantasy. It was to... It was like... What's the word? It's... It was meant for his mom. Like, after she uh, she passed or whatever. It's like, kind of his tribute to his mom. It was just super dark and depressing because he was going through his whole shit, and I don't know. It just wasn't my thing. I mean, kind of. I don't. I don't know what you're getting. I don't know where you're. It's on. A, it's a whole intris- in, 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 intricate story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know how you can't rank it in the top four though. Like, <sighs> doesn't it doesn't do it. Runaway. Power. Yeah. yeah. Good songs. Yeah. But oh my. Like, All together. I don't know. Hell of a life. Blame game. <sighs> yeah. No. No, it just doesn't do it for me. Where you're, just, you're devil in a new dress. You're hearing me. It's just in registering, no. apparently. <laughs> I'm going to get torn apart by so many people, probably. Oh, yeah, totally. My like, Twitter's about to get shut rip down. Rip them in half. Anybody who listens to this. Give me all the smoke. I will... Yeah, I will slander the fuck out of this. Sla- yeah, slander me, please. Slander I, him I, so hard. I, That's I, so custy of you. What? To have Can you stop saying that word? You've said that word? three times in the last, like, hour. Okay. I don't see what the problem is. It's it's just, the it's, word custy. It's such a weird word, man. It's, a great it's not word. even a real word. Yeah, it's, it's good. totally a real word. No, it's not. Yeah, 100%. fact check that right now. No. Okay, okay fine. I'll fucking fact check that right now. That's not a real word. That is the be... word custy a real word? Just say it. Yeah, okay, sure. Do it. Right now. Okay, oh. first off, it's a great word. I'm, look- I'm currently looking it up. What do you want from me? To go faster. Fuck you, my phone's terrible, you know that. Yeah, that's not my problem. Custy definition. Here we go. What? That's totally not what it means. Hipwiki.com? Ha! <laughs> okay, no. C- 
Custy. Oh, here we go. Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Okay, Urban Dictionary doesn't count. It totally counts. No, that doesn't count as real words. No. Dude, there are so many words on Urban Dictionary that are actual words. Like, Stagola. That's a word. Stagola I found on Urban Dictionary. Any weird, like, fucked up sexual act you looked up in grade 5 and 6 when you were bored. Those are all real things, and they're on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, but they're not, like... You wouldn't find them in the real dictionary. (laughs) So... There are so that's, many words. That's what there words. are so many words that people say that aren't in the dictionary, anyways. Like I guarantee you, if you go on Twitter, there's like six words per tweet that are used in the wrong context or aren't words at all. Uh, like I beg to differ. I mean, I feel like everyone is. What's the T sis? And that's T fam. Like, what does that actually mean? If I were to look that up with Webster's dictionary, what would that mean? <laughs> all right, like, this is incoherent bullshit. But it's definitely on a... Custy Ho. Dirty Skank. One who... What the fuck? There's no just Custy by itself. And it, yeah, see? Yeah, it's not a word. No, but it's, it's kind it's of... Not a it's word. a half word. No. It's a half... No. no. I'm still using it. Fuck you. Like, if I looked up T on Urban Dictionary, I'm sure it's in there with a the Twitter slang. No. Yeah, it definitely is. T. Gossip or personal information belonging to someone else. The scoop. News. And this was made in 2003. Before Twitter was even around. Okay. Twitter was around then. So, 2003. What year was Twitter made? 2007. 2007? Yeah, let me look that up. So you're wrong. Oh, March 2006. I was wrong. So three years before that it was created. The bottom line is you're wrong. Custy's a word. No, it's not. I'm going to use it. You literally just said it. He's like, yeah, there's no, like, custy. By itself. Yeah, so that means it's not a word. So I'm just going to, like, upload a definition myself then. Nobody's going to use it. Okay, cool. People in Ontario use it. People in Ontario definitely. Okay, you cannot warrant anything from, like, people in Ontario with this. Dude, people from Ontario call people mans. No, people in Ontario... No, people in Ontario call people mans. Where I was living in Ontario for a while, it was Is mans a real word? It was... I mean, it kind is of man's is. Real, it is. Is man's it in itself? Definitely no, no, no. Is, is a real man's word. in itself a real word? Mans, mandem, they're all real words. No. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They might no, they're not be English words, but they're definitely words. No, they're not. Yes, it, no, they it's are. Jamaican slang. That's yeah, exa- that counts. That's not. Oh, slang does not Gee, count as language. You can't ask me about the Drake album review and then refuse to acknowledge all his slang that he says as words. Because <sighs> he's an artist. It's look different. upon your face, man. Like look upon your fizzy. <laughs> I'd flip this table, but it would like ruin like all of our equipment. So whatever. Whatever, man. They're totally words. Like, when I was in Ontario, it was like the amazing race Canada to see who could be the least gay. This is the Drake effect in it. so funny. Like, I couldn't believe how scared they were of being gay. We were playing this guy. Bleach Report actually did, like, a video on this dude in the OCAA. Yeah. He was, uh, he's like 6'10". He was a bus driver. He was 40 years old. Do you see that? Do you remember seeing that last year? Like, in November-ish? No. He was playing the OCAA. Really? He was massive. Like, he wasn't, like, 6'10 wiry. He was, like, 300-something pounds. He was, like, a brick house. He was really? huge. And one of the trainers back when we were... A couple days after we played them, we were finishing practice. And one of the trainers was like, oh, how was that bus driver? We saw, like, the Bleacher Report thing on him. And I was like, oh, man, that guy was thick with two Cs. And my teammate punched me. He's like, yo, that's gay, man. Don't say that. I'm like... But he was. like, Yeah. He was definitely that dude. Like, yeah, he was definitely thick. He was like, definitely 100%. thick. Like, no doubt about it. Thick with Yo, TCs. guys in Ontario wouldn't say the word bus. Why? I thought it was, like, some cute little, like, inside joke. 
Like, I don't, I don't know why, but I was, I was like, oh, we don't say bus, we say transit. I can't remember what we were talking about. They're like, oh, how are you getting to this event or something? Oh, I was like, oh, I'll take the bus. They're like, oh, no, don't say that, say transit. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm taking the transit, haha. And then, like, two weeks later, I'm like, wait, why don't we say bus? They're like, because that's gay. I'm like, okay, wait, no, this is a joke. Like, you can't be serious. They're like, no, because when you bus a nut, I'm like, okay, first off, those are two different words. <laughs> bust. Bust has a T at the end. Yeah, bus. Like, it's just like you can't pronounce T's. It's yeah, and when has busting a nut been, like, gay? Like, warranted fully gay? But busting a nut is, like, not gay. Like, that's not, that, <laughs> that is not gay in it. It's objective. Like Yeah, no doubt. Like, you're with dudes, then yeah, sure, that's gay. Yeah. Like, if you're with a girl, they're like, nah, man, just don't say it. I'm like, I'm just gonna say it, because that's fucking stupid. Yeah. I'll say bust whenever I want. They're like, yeah, you can say it. I'm like, what? why, because I'm gay now? Like, I'm yeah. gay? I'm gonna bust that nuts me, all over you that guys. That made me gay because yeah. I said the word bust. No doubt. They're like, yeah, because you're from Winnipeg. I'm like, all right, yeah. It's the, it's like, the Drake Winni- effect, man. Like, Winnipeg's just one huge uh, rainbow pride flag. You're fucking right. man, Drake has turned everyone into fucking Torontoans yeah. and the way well, they talk and shit. First off, I don't see why that's bad. Like, what if there was an actual gay dude on the team? Like, yeah, would they kill him? No. <laughs> I know. It just, I don't know. People are super ignorant. Like, that's so whack. I don't know. Like, just because somebody's gay doesn't mean that you're their type. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. First off. And second off, somebody, like, if a dude likes fucking guys, who cares? Yeah. Let them do it. Like, <laughs> to each their own, Exactly. Like, if each they're their happy, own. they're happy, you know? Why is... It, I, oh, oh my god. This is, like... I'm gonna, <laughs> I kind of laugh about this, which is bad, but I, like, I laugh because of how fucked it is, but... We, we were having this conversation in the locker room before a game. Yeah. They're like, I walked in, like, I was the last one. They like, what do you think, man? I'm like, what, what about what? Like, would you off your kid if he was gay? I'm like... What does off your kid mean? They're like, if your kid was gay, like, would you get rid of him? I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, first off, your kid's not coming out at three years old. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, like, off the table, first yeah. off. Like, I wouldn't kill my kid, but, like, I'd give him up for adoption. I'm like, you'd give up your 17-year-old for adoption. <laughs> I don't know. And, like, second off, I really hope none of you guys have kids. Yeah. Cause that's, that's just, disgusting. That's just right? terrible. That's just terrible human beings. Fuck right? all you for saying that. That's for terrible. real. You're all terrible for saying that. What the fuck? And third, like, chances are if he sees your homophobic ass, he's never coming out to you. So yeah. you, won't, you won't ever have to worry about that. Yeah, no doubt. I don't know. Like, this, is, this sounds like a situation none of you are going to have to worry about. Because your kid's going to see you, like, flip off the pride parade as it goes by your, <laughs> your living room window. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, okay, guess I'm never telling him. Yeah. He obviously doesn't like me. <laughs> he would not like me. I feel like this information would be better parlayed like yeah. 30 minutes before my wedding 20 years from now. Yeah. Say, hey, you want to come to my wedding? By the way, I'm getting married. You're not invited. But I just wanted to let you know. Keep you a loop. Okay, peace. By the way, it's to a man. Bye. Hangs up. It's probably People have probably done that, to be honest. Definitely. 100%. I don't doubt that. Yeah. Hopefully all the people who I, I played with in Ontario... <laughs> Because, goddamn, I hope none of them have kids. They're probably, like, closeted or some shit, and they're just scared to come out. <laughs> no, oh. man. Gay, being gay is super gay, dude. All of them are super gay. <laughs> Do you want to come out? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. They're, they're probably, like, closet gay, and they're just, yeah. like, anything, repressing their feelings. Anything remotely emotional was seen as gay. Yeah. It's like, you're crying, dude. Like, that's gay. That's I'm like, yeah, man. I was like, thanks. I, like, hugged a guy once, and yo, don't hug me. I'm like, what? He's like, that's some gay shit, bro. I'm like, all right, mister, my dad never hugged me when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm going back to my dorm now. Never felt affection in his life. Yeah, no, uh, I sent, this one time, I was 
messaging a guy. We were, me and a couple of friends were going to get together. I can't remember. We were going to go out or play video games or something. And he sent me. He's like, okay, I'll be over in 15. So I just like sent him the heart on Instagram. Yeah. Which was like, I'm too lazy to actually type in the message. So I was like, okay, yep, like that. And he's like, don't be sending me hearts, bro. That's gay. I'm like, <laughs> can't wait to not live here anymore. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, some people are just so weird about that shit. It's just, I don't know, like I say, I love you to my homies and shit like that. Love is great. Yeah. Love is awesome. We need to express our feelings with people way more often. Like, you need to love somebody, tell them. Like, I feel like 80% of guys are just, like, filled with this, like, toxic masculinity. It's just, it's so... I think sick. everybody's affected by it. It's just different percentages by what people are affected by it with. Ah, uh, fair enough, yeah. Like, you know. and I might be at different percentages. Yeah. You know? I don't know, I'm down for, like, getting, like, manis and petties and, like, Yeah, that's, why would like, I, why would you not want to look good? I know, exactly. I was, like, because, okay, I'm talking to this chick, and we were talking about this, and I'm, like, yeah, like, mani petties and, like, keeping, like, my beard and, like, my hair yeah, yeah. treat and, like, nice and clean. It's, like, why are so many guys scared to, like, look nice and smell nice and, like, feel nice? I don't know, like, the feeling after I get a pedicure and a manicure is, like, yes. Yeah, fuck. So dope. Like, if you if guys aren't into that, like, if that's just not your thing, yeah. fuck, like, that's cool. But if it is your thing, like, it doesn't make you any less of a person. Yeah, exactly. They're like, they're like, oh, I just don't like it, you know? It's like, well, have you tried it? It's like, well, no. It's like, fucking like, tried I, it. I've been mean to get around to get my eyebrows done. I'm yeah. just lazy and cheap. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to have X amount of dollars in my account, and I'm yeah. not there yet, so I'll wait. Yeah, no dope. That's, that's just me being a cheap fuck, though. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I think the toxic masculinity thing, along with sexuality, is like a spectrum. Like, yeah. you're, not, you're not like... You're a hundred like you're either gay or straight. Yeah. There's nothing at like it's like a spectrum, right? Like yeah. some people act quote unquote gayer than others. Yeah. Some people have more toxic ideals than others. It's yeah. not like you're either a great person or you're not because of how you see your sexuality. It's yeah. There's a percentage, right? Yeah, exactly. I feel I I, I understand what you, I agree. Yeah, word for sure. It just yeah, it all depends on like what you're into. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I just can't believe guys in Ontario try to force me to say the word transit because they're afraid of me ejaculating on them somehow. <laughs> like the more I say that word they're more scared or something is he actually gonna do it is he is he gonna is he gonna bust a nut bust I've like, never once said bust a nut like if I'm saying anything about a nut I'm gonna say bust like it gets to the point where I'd like purposefully say it loudly I'm like guys I'm gonna go bust now and like whoa don't say that! I'm like, yo, I'm not, there's not like fucking Beetlejuice where you say his name three times and he'll show up. Like, if you say bust three times in a row, everybody in the room fucking loses it and jizzes. <laughs> oh. You're only in the room with guys! <laughs> Quick, don't be gay! <laughs> Quick, stop being gay for a minute, dude. Just stop. Quick, stop. close your eyes so when you bust, you won't see anybody. <laughs> it's not gay if it's not a guy in front of you, dude. I don't know, man. Oh Fuck. my god! Some guys are just—I don't know. They think it. They, I think they think it impresses girls to be like this macho man. It's like nine times out of ten, the girl's gonna be like, choose the guy who's like, damn, like you know, he he keeps himself nice. Mm-hmm. And then there's the guy who's like, yeah, man, I can't say bust. <laughs> can't say bust because it's too gay. And then there's like the guy who's like, yeah, man, I just got a fresh mani, my hands looking nice. They're like, yeah, mm, daddy, yeah. Okay. Minus the daddy thing, but continue your point. Yeah, just, I don't and know. No, like, nothing really more. I wouldn't be surprised if some of those guys were like didn't shower. You know, like I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. They're either. afraid to shower. Yeah, they're like somehow the waters <laughs> makes them gay. So I looked at my dick, bro. It's gay, man. Like the fluoride in the water makes me gay. Yeah, because it makes me think of teeth, and teeth yeah. are in your mouth. And yeah, mouths give blowjobs. <laughs> Couldn't be me, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> 
can't even, I get like any fruity, any any fruity friggin' in my shower. It just needs to go. It just can't happen. It's too gay, dude. It's not allowed. Oh my, oh god. my god, man. Fucking Ontario, man. Holy shit. You're glad to be gone, aren't you? Uh, yeah, for the most part. There are some things that I liked about it, but yeah. I mean. Fair enough. That's I good. think I'd, I'd much rather be in Winnipeg. Yeah, really? Anytime I do something weird, though, like. Some people have to understand, like, I'm a weird person. I'm a very weird person. Like, I'm outspoken. I do whack shit. It's true. I'm talking about busting nuts on my podcast. Like, I, I do odd, odd shit because I like doing it, you know? So, like, if I do something weird, like, be sarcastic yeah. in Ontario or, like, yeah. make a joke or roast somebody or... Yeah, no they're doubt. like, oh, man, that's just Winnipeg. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, no doubt. I don't know. They'd be like, yo, they were having, having this conversation about what type of what type of women to go to according to Ontario... Uh, people and so they were like, "Yo, this one guy's like, yo, fam, like, <coughs> fam, like, you can't, you can't be going out with like athlete chicks, man. They're too masculine. You can only have to get with models." I'm like, "Yeah, because I have a black book of models filled with uh, their numbers that I can just call up whenever I want at home." Yeah. And he's like, "Yo, why are Winnipeg people so sarcastic?" I'm like, "You know one person." <laughs> Yeah. The fuck's wrong with you? You're like the most sarcastic asshole in Winnipeg anyway. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, and two, what the fuck's wrong with athlete people? Like, yeah. what? I don't know, like a nice, like, athletic fit girl. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. People, they, it's gay, bro. She's too masculine, man. She's too much like a man, dude. She's too jacked. It's, oh, my God. She probably takes the bus, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, I don't know. I remember getting attacked for saying something like that. I got made a joke on Twitter about, like, fit girls and... Social justice warriors flooded my DMs. Maybe you're just asking for it at this point. If you make that joke on Twitter. This is true. That was on my that was my fault. You know, I made the joke in bad company. You know how people actually speak in Ontario? So like have you ever seen you've seen SpongeBob, right? Yep. You know the episode of the Rock Bottom? Yep. Everybody speaks like, hey, how are you? Yeah. With Ontario it's like that, but with fam. They're like, hey fam. How's fam it going, fam? Like, so fam, when does fam, the next bus fam, or the next transit fam, leave fam, to fam, the six fam, oh fam, why didn't you say so fam? A lie, the next transit leaves in ten seconds fam. That's truth, bro. That's a real talk. Facts. Facts, bro. Facts. Man, me and the mandem's going down to the six this weekend, you down to come? Me and my fam are going to Saga Stull. Yeah, no doubt. For the first, like, three weeks when I got there, I didn't understand what anybody was saying. How could you? <laughs> this like, every second word, yeah. Every phrase I was sa- being said to me, I'm like, is that a question? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> what is that supposed to be? Is that, like, an actual properly formed sentence? <laughs> or was that just... Are, are you having a stroke? I don't know, man. Are you good? Do I need... Should I call an ambulance? The iconic Ontario phrase was we played... uh, Oh, the fuck did we play? We played... It's not important, but I just like... I'm not liking how I don't remember. We were playing, I think... Who cares? Fleming or some shit. It was a Sunday game. And the other team didn't have a girls team, which means we got the earlier time. Okay. And we were playing at like 12 which means we had to be at the gym. Or we're playing at 1, which means we had to be, be at the gym at 11.30. And yeah. a lot of guys there, everybody who was on the team was from Ontario, okay. was from some part of the GTA. So a lot of them lived in Oshawa. Okay. Uh, and so I could get up, the, I had to be there at 11.30. I could get up at like 11 because I lived on campus. Yeah. And I could just like grab breakfast and go quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some other guys had to take the transit. Yeah, the bus. Or the bus. They could take the bus. 
get fucked by 12 dudes. <laughs> be yeah, ready. Not all over their face. <laughs> be ready to go. Yeah, no, and no. So, so, so this one guy woke up at 9.30 and he didn't play. Yeah. And like, I don't think I played either. I think I played like five minutes or something. But like before the coach got in the locker room, he's like, yo, fam, man's actually woke up at 9.30 to watch man's hoop still. <laughs> and everybody started laughing. Like that was the funniest shit they ever heard. And I was like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> Uh, yeah. so the whole Toronto lingo is just it's on its yeah. own thing I wasn't even in Toronto I didn't think it'd be that bad yeah really yeah. I was in Oshawa what's well, the everything yeah. anything to do with like Any, anywhere like in like a hip hop like basketball sports kind of yeah culture yeah it's the yeah. culture that's all it is it's not yeah, the, yeah. it's not where you are it's the culture every time I tell people I was living in Oshawa they're like what Ottawa I'm like no not Ottawa Oshawa they're like Auschwitz I'm like <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna say like Auschwitz what <laughs> yeah the team in Auschwitz is so good they play in the OCAA yeah they have to commute every game it's a bit of a bitch but the competition's great yeah no doubt <laughs> anyways up next on the show we got actress Danica Frederick to be on super excited to bring that interview to you guys so stay tuned in the meantime, though, here's a beat from Kevin Tyler. All right, welcome back to the Shoe Shoe Podcast, everyone. We're here in the studio. We got a great interview for you in a second. I've been really excited to bring this to you guys. We've been, I've been working on this since the idea for the podcast came to me, so it's super exciting to finally bring you guys this episode. Here in the studio, we got actress model and former Blue Bomber cheerleader Danica Frederick. Danica, Hi. how's it going? Great, how are you? I am doing great. <laughs> you are recently in LA, right? I was. Yeah, how yeah. was that? It was amazing. It was so amazing. I love LA so much. I was there uh, for an acting intensive, like a week-long okay. class. Yeah, so it was, it, was, it was intense. Yeah? It was intense, but it was really great, yeah. Is LA as, like, fantasy as it seems? It's super funny. I was... Talking about this with someone today. Um, I feel like downtown LA is, yeah. maybe? And I mean, there's like, there's Beverly Hills, right? <laughs> but like, whenever I go, I like to stay in West Hollywood, which makes me sound pretentious, I'm sure. But, totally. um, yeah. No, it's, I just, I really like it there because it's really, like, I find it very relaxed. Like, okay. the stores all close at 7. Like, there's nothing open, like, past 7. There's, like, most places don't have Wi-Fi because they, like, just don't... They wow. should be, like, sitting on your phone and, like... Yeah, it's a really? pretty, like, sure relaxed... Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's a, it's a pretty relaxed area. Like, it's safe. Like, I feel safe walking around at night by myself. Okay. And, like... But I know, like, LA is huge, right? And, like, yeah. I'm a creature of habits. So, like, whenever I go, I, I stay there. But, like... I know that there's places that, like, aren't like that in L.A., and I've honestly never really explored them. <laughs> okay, so you didn't go to but, Compton? No. Oh, no, darn. no, I didn't, but... Uh, I was looking I, forward to seeing your hoop mixtape online. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Daddy Frederick rips high school ballers oh, yeah. in one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I go, I'll be like, all right, guys. Thank you. Yes. Um, no, yeah, like, I don't know, I do all the touristy stuff, like, hike Runyon Canyon, and... I don't know. I, I really like Venice. Venice is its own yeah. animal, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that reminds me. You asked me to oh, share the yeah. story. Yes, please. I, I completely <laughs> yeah, forgot about that. So Thank funny. you so much. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, I'm on the beach in Venice. Uh, it was the day after I got there and uh, I'm just like doing my thing, reading, tanning. Naturally. Yep. Yeah. And so this guy comes up to me 
dressed in like Shakespearean garb and his friend with a camera. And he's like, hey, uh, do you mind if we like do a little like video thing here? Like I'm, I'm a teacher for special ed kids in grade three and like I'm, I'm teaching them drama and I'm wondering if you'd be willing to like reenact a Shakespearean scene with me. And me being like gullible, wait, am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Me it. being gullible and naive as fuck, I was like, "Aw, <laughs> sure. Like that's really sweet." And being like an actor, I'm like, "Yeah, uh, yeah, fucking teach the kids drama." Like, you should have asked been like, "I'm sorry for cutting off. No. I don't know where this goes." But yeah. like, you should have been like, "Where's my garment? Like, do you have right? one for me?" Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and th- here's the thing. Like, I've gone. Uh, the first time I was in LA ever, it poured the whole okay. time, which is not LA. Um, and then the second time I never actually got to the beach, like I surfed, but I never like just like hung out on the beach. So I don't know. I guess I should have like expected some weird shit to go down because it was Venice, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So whatever. He's like, okay, like how familiar are you with Shakespeare? And I'm like, honestly, like not that familiar for someone who acts, but, um, you know, I know like enough and he's like, okay, we're going to reenact like the tomb scene from Romeo and Juliet. And I'm like, okay. So he's like, so you don't have to, you just have to like lay there. And I'm like, okay, sure. So I do that and he's like super dramatic and like screaming and yelling and like on his knees. And I'm like, oh my God. And people are like looking. And uh, it's funny because at first I thought it was kind of funny. And then I realized after I was like, no, that was pretty like sexual predatory. But uh, (laughs) yeah, so we do the scene and uh, he like comes up to me and he's like, whatever fucking yeah and uh, he's like okay and now I have to kiss you and I'm like what and he's like I have to kiss you for the scene and I'm like again with this like gullible naivety I'm like okay like he's gonna kiss me on the cheek or whatever and I'm like okay nope he goes for it and he like tries to get tongue in and I was like what the fuck and I like turned my I didn't say that because I was so like taken off guard but I like turned my head away and so then he's kind of like laughing and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And so he's like, okay, so what did you think of our scene? And I'm like, well, like, it would have been nice if you had told me you were going to kiss me. And he's like, but I did. And I asked and I was like, you did. I'm really surprised you didn't like give you a waiver first too. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so like, I guess this is California, LA, whatever. Um, so I'm like... Okay, that was weird. And, like, people are watching. So I knew that, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't going to go, like, that far. Like, yeah, there were yeah. people around. And I'm I'm also pretty easygoing. Like, yes, I get, like, what he did was fucked up. But I'm, like... Yeah, just let it go. Whatever. Whatever, right? Uh-huh. Um, And so then, uh, then he's, like, okay. And, like, are you familiar with Shakespeare's poetry at all? And I'm, like, no. Uh, I've, again, read it maybe ten years ago in high school. But, Man, you um, spark noted it. Don't lie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so he's, like, I wrote a poem, like you know, in, in that kind of style, like, will you read it with me? He's like, I'll read like one line and you read the next. And I'm like, okay, sure. Okay. So I read it. Obviously it's a dirty poem because what else would it be? Right. And so it's basically like, yeah, it's talking about, so there's like Kim and his like camera guy. Right. So I'm sure this will be on YouTube at some point. Um, just more for your acting portfolio. Oh yeah. (laughs) My real. Um, and so it's like how his like, camera guys like watching us make out and then he like goes to the water to jerk off and then the last what line the was like fuck? Yeah. oh my god <laughs> and the last line oh my god. Is, like oh my it was god. my line and he's like like for me it was like my lines were 
were not, like, crude until the last one, and it was, like, my last line, and, like, I don't like this language. There's some words that I, like, don't think should be, like, used as, like, whatever, Uh, but the line was, like, um, okay, you know the Venice Pier? It's, like, really famous, right? There's Uh lots of, like, Instagram models that, like, take pictures out of there. Did you take Um, an Instagram picture there? I did not. Oh, I did not. What? I know. I know. I don't. I don't consider myself an Instagram enough. model. We can talk about that. Yeah. But um, sorry. Um, so my line was, "Shut up, homo. Come under the pier and like motorboat my titties or something." And he's like, and "Now I have to motorboat you." And I was like, "Absolutely fucking not." <laughs> and I was like, "No." shock and the people around you are like you were you were a good sport oh my god yeah props to you cool you were you were instantly you're an infinitely better person than me (laughs) oh my god but like that's the thing so like at first i was like holy shit like that was hilarious and also fucked up but then i realized like actually how fucked up it was totally and people started telling me how fucked up it was and i was like yeah you're right like that was fucking yeah i don't blame you though you're just kind of sitting there like i guess i just didn't expect it to happen because of like Winnipeg that probably yeah, wouldn't yeah. happen. I can't blame like, you, though, that much. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, nice to a fault sometimes, I guess. I don't know. Not I just, like, I don't know. I guess, whatever. Yeah, I you just don't want to tell the guy off in public, you know? Yeah, so like, okay, yeah. Whatever, and, this goes. Which I probably should have, but, like, I don't know. That was that, was that story. Okay, so, well, yes. I'm going <laughs> to... Here's an embarrassing story of me with the girl. Um, so I was biking home one day from the gym. Yeah. This is a super short story. So um, I was biking, and I was... I saw this girl, like, across the street, and she's, yeah. like, gorgeous. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, oh, my fucking God, like, that girl's beautiful. She's, like, walking away, my head just, like, follows her. It wasn't, yeah. like, super creepy or anything, but, like, yeah, it wasn't super yeah, creepy, but, but you I was totally her looking. Out. Yeah, yeah. Although she was, like, walking, I, like, turned my head to the left, and when I turned back to the right, there was, like, a bus, <gasps> like, three inches away from my face. Oh, like, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the bus driver was, like, swearing at me. I <laughs> opened the door. I'm like, sorry. And I just ran. <laughs> That's okay. I have I have an embarrassing best story once once one time I uh, was running to school because I'm always late. Yeah. Sorry, should have warned you. It's all good. Um, Same. And uh, so this is really funny. So like I used to dance. Okay. I still dance, I guess, but like I was regular in the studio. And in the winter, this makes me sound like old, but in the winter my ankles would get like you know when you run and you like kinda jam your ankle. Like I don't really know how to like you don't, like, twist it, but you just, like, kind of step on it funny, okay. and there's, like, yeah, anyway. Okay. So I'm, like, running to school because I'm late again, and uh, I, like, stepped on one foot, and my ankle did that, like, weird thing, and, like, I can't, like, put weight on it when that happens, so oh, I kind of, like, fell forward onto my other foot, and then that happened, <laughs> and I totally, I'm, I'm dead serious, I, like, it was straight out of a cartoon, I, like, stumbled forward, like, four or five steps and then I like face planted and skid on the sidewalk and the bus pulls up beside me and like opens the door bus full of people because it's like 8 30 in the morning they're all heading downtown he's like are you all right and I'm like yeah I'm great <laughs> this one time when I was in high school uh I was uh I'm such a dumbass hey so like my brother was waiting he told me to come to the bus stop with him yeah. and I went to the wrong bus stop oh no so I ended up catching like a different bus instead oh. of the one that went to my house I got the one that like just took me down Pemina oh shit yeah so I'm like oh, I'm just gonna walk home yeah from University Crescent 
Oh, which is oh super no, that's far. far. Yeah, so like I'm walking and I think I saw like a bus that would take me right outside my house. Yeah. I have like 30 minutes down. This is 30 minutes after walking. So I've been walking yeah. for a while. Yeah, this yeah. Is the first day of high school started oh, off. I'm like already off to a great start. You yeah. Know? Like <laughs> lose my brother, take the wrong <laughs> bus, great. walking home. Oh, I'm like, oh no. shit, there's a bus going to take me home. So I'm like running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I like tripped on a rock and like sprained my ankle and oh, face planted no. on the floor. Uh, <laughs> and the bus driver in the door is like, yeah. he's like, do you want me to lower the bus for you? <laughs> You want to carry me inside? <laughs> yeah, you're like, thanks, bud. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah it, no, I it, feel you. It's fucked. Anyways, so, I mean, you're an actress, and you're recently in a movie. I yes. still see you. I yes. always struggle with that title. I don't <laughs> know why. It's not that hard. But it's coming out in October. Yes. What was that like? It was so freaking cool. So, like, the whole the whole experience was, because for me, that was my very first audition, like, in my adult life. Like, when I was younger... I modeled and I went on like one audition and yeah. I didn't get it. So I was like, I'm a shitty actor and I never acted again. Um, mm-hmm. But so how it all transpired was, um, I don't know if you know who the actress Taylor Hickson is. Um, she's in Deadpool. Uh, she's in a few other movies, but uh, she was here. Actually, funny story. We look like kind of similar, okay. which is like where I'm going with this. And so she, I auditioned for the lead in the TV series and she just got it. And I was like, oh, good for you, but it's, like, kind of funny. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, so she, uh, there was an accident on set here, uh, which was super unfortunate. She's okay, but they had to fly her home, like, okay. immediately. And they weren't done filming with her, so they needed a photo double. My friend tagged me in this Facebook post. I sent in my photo, which is super funny because I sent in my bomber photo, which was, like, red lipstick and, like, curled hair. Like, very, like, cheerleader, right? Okay. And, like... Acting headshots, you're supposed to have, like, minimal, natural makeup and, mm-hmm. like, natural hair. And I was like, oh, my God, what a move. Anyway, so I sent in this photo, and they're like, yep, great. Like, can you come to set tomorrow? Actually, it was that day. They're like, can you come to set, like, now in, like, two hours? Which is, like, acting life. Like, that's, like, uh-huh. yeah, which is why we're all servers and bartenders, because we can't hold down normal jobs. But, totally um, fair. Yeah, like, I got an email yesterday they're like, can you be on set 7 a.m. tomorrow and Friday? And I was like, I can't. I'm working Friday. And they need me for both days. Anyway, so I, yes, I did this photo level thing. And I was like, cool. This is fine. Maybe I'll do, like, some background work. So we have two casting directors in the city, Jim and Carmen. Mm-hmm. And so I sent my photo to them, which is like, you don't, that's not how it works. Like, you Wait, have an What do you mean by that? No, it's so like, okay, so how acting works for, like, auditions is... Um, there's a few different websites. Uh, Canada uses Casting Workbook and Actors Access. Um, and there's a few, there's, like, Backstage, which is, like, New York and L.A. and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, Casting Workbook is, like, the main one. And they will post the breakdowns for characters that they're auditioning for, for movies or whatever, on there. You go on there, and you submit yourself. And then once you've submitted, if you get an audition, they'll email you and say, your audition's at this time on this day. Okay. And then you show up and do the audition. However, Winnipeg is the anomaly in the film industry where actors don't need an agent. Um, Normally how it works is you find an agent, your agent submits you because the agent gets the breakdowns. Oh, I see. The breakdowns are not always made available to actors. Um, And again, like I'm still, I've only been acting for about a year and a few months. So I'm still like, I might just be talking about my ass here. But like, generally speaking, it's like, and the thing that's, like, super shitty, too, not here, but, like, in, like, I don't know if it's, like, this in Vancouver, but definitely in L.A., like, 
some casting directors will have bad relationships with certain agents for, like, whatever reason. So they won't send breakdowns to that agent. Yeah. And if that's your agent, you're not getting an audition for whatever that Fuck. thing is, right? So, yeah, it's a weird... The film industry is just, like, bizarre. Um, but anyway, so yes, in Winnipeg, you don't need an agent because they make the breakdowns... They put them on casting workbook and they make them available to the actors so you can submit yourself. However, the benefit to having an agent in Winnipeg is that they will go to bat for you. So, like, say... So, for I Still See You, we filmed out my scene uh, was in... Or my scenes were in uh, Portage of the Prairie. Okay. And it was a night shoot. So, like, my call time was 9 p.m., which meant that I wasn't filming till like, 3 or 4 in the morning. So, I'm like, I'm not going to drive home on the highway at 1 at night, right? Mm-hmm. But... So, your agent would say, okay, she needs accommodations. That's where they fight for that oh, kind of thing. Okay, they I fight see, for hire, whatever. So, um... Now your agent makes a commission. That's how they make their money, right? So now uh, my agent makes a commission on everything that I get booked on here, which I may not have needed him for, mm-hmm. but my agent's in Vancouver. So I get auditions for stuff in Vancouver and Toronto, oh, nice. which I wouldn't get otherwise. So it's it's a nice working relationship. Yeah. And my agent's great. Like, he's been very patient with me because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. He, uh, I guess he had emailed uh, Jim, one of the casting directors here, and was like, how is she? Like, is she, like, talented or whatever? And mm-hmm. Jim was like, yeah, she's great, but she's very green. Which means, like, yeah. I'm very new and yeah, I don't know right. what the fuck I'm doing. So Paul, my agent, was like, okay, cool, <laughs> I can work with that. Um, so, yes. So, I sent my photo in to Jim and Carmen. Oh, yeah, that's Which right. you don't, you don't do. That's not how that works. Okay. I did not know that. Um, so I didn't hear anything, obviously. And then about two months after that, I get an audition from Jim who is very lovely. I love him so much. Um, but he's, like, he's such a character. If you meet him, you'd, like, know, like, what I mean with this. But he sends an email, and I can just, like, hear his voice, like, in the words of his email. And he's like, uh, just confirming your availability for uh, these dates. Um, please confirm your audition on this date at this time. Thanks much, Jim. <laughs> and uh, so I get this email. And the funny thing was that it was right when I had come back from my first trip to LA, which I did uh, a makeup artistry course, mm-hmm. um, and it was in my junk mail. And I don't know what possessed me to check my junk mail, but I, I did. Thank God you did. Yeah. And I was like, another thing with auditions is like, um, most of the time, like, <sighs> I had an audition on Monday at 2 p.m. And I got the email saying I had an audition on Sunday at 4 p.m. And I worked my first shift at my new job at 3 p.m. on Monday. So, like, that's, it's, it's stressful. Because yeah. I'm like, I can't, I'm not going to call my new job and be like, hey, I can't come in. But I was like, I also need this job, but I need to go to this audition. Yeah. And, like, ugh. Anyway. So, yes, I get this email. I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck? Um, yes, please confirm your, please confirm your audition for Claire for this movie. And I was like, oh, my God. So, like, um, it's not a spoiler because you see it in the trailer for Claire meets her demise. Okay. Um, I don't think that's a spoiler. No. And if, um, we, and if I get sued, I'll take the brunt of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes. Uh, actually so really quickly, please don't sue me. I don't have a lot of money. <laughs> I have to make sure that was known. <laughs> so, whatever. Anyway. So, yeah. We'll talk about it for Claire. Um, so I go in. The audition's very weird. Um, it's just... You'll see why it's weird if you see the movie, but um, I go in. It's my first audition. 
I'm super nervous. Mm -hmm. I can't eat for days. And I, like, researched it. So you can see in the trailer that Claire is strangled. Um, And so I, like, researched, like, strangulation. I watched videos of, um, like, clips from movies, like... um, the Hunger Games, when okay. Kat gets strangled by PETA, and I watched, like, a, a bunch of other clips of movies where, like, people were strangled. I, um, I listened to the audiobook, because it is, it's a book. So, like, that's another thing for actors, is, like, you gotta, like, prepare for your roles. Mm-hmm. And, like, definitely the best auditions I've ever had were when I was, like, super, super prepared. So you yeah. research, kind of like you were saying, like, you research everything. You read all the sides, you read the full script if it's available, so anyway, I went in, I did this thing, and I was like, all right, that's it. And, like, the thing, the most frustrating thing to me about auditions is, like, you go in and you do it, and you have no idea, like, you're like, okay, it's out of my hands now, you might, mm-hmm. it might be great, might be not, you can get booked for a hundred different reasons, you can get not booked for a hundred different reasons, and it might have nothing to do with how talented an actor you are, how your audition went, or whatever. So it was just, like, a really surreal experience overall. So then I got a call back, and I was like, holy shit. And I went in, and it was like, the director, and the writer, and the producer, and the casting director. And I'm like, oh my god! (laughs) So, um, yeah, my first audition, I, like, ran out of frame. Like, oh my god, it was so... I have no idea how I got this part. Like, it was just... Anyway. So, I do my thing, and then I got the part. Which is still, like, insane to me. Um, And I'm a big believer in, like the universe is, like, always listening and, like, whatever. So people would ask me, like, when I was in school, like, what I wanted to do. And I was like, oh, man, like, if money and, like, a stable job wasn't important, like, I'd be a dancer, a makeup artist, a singer, an actor, like, anything in, like, artistic realm. Um, But, you know, it's important to eat so I'm going to (laughs) go to school to do something I don't know that I want to do and uh it that kind of just like imploded on itself when I started acting (laughs) so I was like now I'm doing this and then from that my agent uh he saw me on IMDB Mm -hmm. uh because I mentioned Sarah Thompson um who was in I still see you as well she's in the trailer he represents her Mm -hmm. he saw me on IMDB he reached out to me and was like, I'm interested in repping you. Um, I was super, like, sketched about it because I was like, this is weird. Like, that's not a thing that happens. Like, actors go to agents and, like, bring their headshot and resume and the agent yeah. decides, like, if there's room for them on their roster or whatever. Um, so when he came to me, I was like, this is shady. Like, is he is he a real person? Like, what's, he, what's, what's happening here? So I, like, researched whatever. Dude, and, I was going to be like, send me a picture with two fingers up. <laughs> yeah, right? So I researched it's the characters is, is uh, the whatever. And um, yeah, so uh, he asked me to send him some self-tapes. So I did. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'm interested in working with you. Nice. And I was like, cool. So yeah, it's been great. He's nice. very lovely. The whole team there. I, I, I haven't met him because I haven't been to Vancouver Fair yet. Enough. But um, yeah, so being on set was like, it was incredible, but, like, of the whole thing, like, I feel like that was, like, such a small part of it, because, yeah. you know, just the fact that, like, just how it all transpired is, like, yeah. crazy to me. Like, I still can't believe it. Anyway, yeah. Really quickly, uh, I know, I knew one of the other people who was in that movie, David Brown, very good yes. friend of the Shoot to Shoot podcast. Uh, <laughs> 
Did you work with him at all, or...? I didn't. Okay. Our scenes are not together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, just yeah. curious. No. So, I mean, I've heard this story before, and I love it, and that's why I make sure I made a mental note to ask this. Yeah. How did you become an actress, or you made the decision that you wanted to be an actress? What led you to finally saying, okay, I'm going to be an actress now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, I guess for me, like I just kind of said, I'm a big believer in the universe, and, like, I had told myself that I was a shitty actor and like even when I did that photo double thing people were like oh like do you act and I was like no I, I do not I do not act um and so I guess for me going into like my first audition ever and like getting the part and like on the character breakdown too it said um just because of the nature of the character it was like strong emotional choices um like strong emotional actors must mm -hmm. be considered and I was like, fuck. Like, I've never acted in my life. How am I supposed to be a strong actor? Like, oh my mm -hmm. god. And so I guess for me, that was kind of like validation that I can do this. And I am talented at it. Um, even if I didn't believe it. And that was what I needed to be like, I can make money doing this. I can support yeah. myself doing this. Um... And this is what makes me happy. Storytelling makes me happy. And at the time, um, I was kind of in a weird, like, do-or-die situation. So I have my Bachelor of Science in Microbiology. Mm -hmm. This is funny, because this is the third podcast I've done where I've, like, told this story. So I'm just like, LOL. But <laughs> Third time's a charm, right? Third time's a charm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have my Bachelor of Science in Microbiology. I was going to school to be a chiropractor. Um, I was accepted to do my doctorate in Atlanta starting last fall. Um, I was dating a wonderful guy, um, and I still, I love him with all my heart, like, he's, he's a great person, um, and I feel like he was kind of, like, a casualty in the, like, yeah. dissolution of my old life, I guess, mm -hmm. but, um, he was gonna move with me, and, um, I guess it was just becoming very, like, real to me that, like, I was moving very quickly towards a future that I didn't want mm -hmm. um and I think yeah I think honestly just getting that role and was like I can do this like this is something that I I'm good at and I know I have a lot to learn um but this is what makes me happy yeah and um I also decided like I already have my first degree I'm a big believer in like not having a plan B because if you have a plan B you're planning to fail or like whatever that yeah Slowness, me neither. Fuck plan B. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Well, I, just in case my parents are listening, I, I didn't mean that at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I guess, like, I have my degree, I've already been accepted, so when I decide to go, if I, not when, if I decide to go, it's like, it's, it's there, I've done the work already, but I decided, you know, I'm gonna pursue this for a little while. Um, also because I'm 26, and as a lovely agent in LA just told me you're over the hill when you're 30 in LA. I was like, great. Thanks. Um, so somebody forgot to tell Kobe that. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily I am told I look young ish for my age, I guess. So I guess that's good. Fuck. I should have said LeBron. He's still on the team. Sorry, my bad. Missed opportunity. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I'm going to do this for a bit and see where it takes me. And, um, you know, if it's not getting off the ground, then I'll go back to school. But uh, this is what I want to do. 
the arts make me happy. That's awesome, though. Yeah, thanks. I love that, you know, like, betting on yourself. Yeah. Taking that leap of faith. Yeah. Shoot or shoot. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, (laughs) you know, and sometimes I kick myself. Like, I'll get an audition and, like, so, like I said, I, I got this notice on Sunday and I was at the beach and, like, so I work at the keg. Our wine knowledge has to be, like, so I'm, like. Literally at the beach, like, making flashcards of, like, all the red wines. Damn, and that's so stressful. It's a little stressful. Um, and uh, then I get this email, and I'm like, fuck. Like, I start this shift tomorrow. I need to know all. I have to have these wines memorized by tomorrow. And now I have this work to do. And, like, even, honestly, auditions that are, like, one line are the worst. Because they'll usually get you to do it, like, three different ways. And so, like, here's acting 101 for you, right? So there's, like your overall objective and like your scene objective and like your inner dialogue oh my your inner God. objects and, like different? you don't have to do that those are just like tools to help you if you need it but you still have to figure out like like your character motivation like what's happening like what are you, like why are you saying this what's your relationship to this person like and so when you have like more dialogue mm-hmm. you're getting more of that from from the writing. Okay. Whereas if it's like one scene, like I had one audition, it was for like makeup artists. The line, it was one line and the line was, we've got two minutes. What That was it. Fuck. Yeah. So, and here's the other thing is when I do that, I'm, I'm going in banking on this, taking a whole day off of work, praying that I get this role. Um, you got four words. Yeah. Right. And so it's, it's stressful. And like, I lost my job over it. Um, yeah, so it's just, like, yeah, it's, it's, I love it, and I think, like, part of the, like, adrenaline is, like, part of why I love it so much, but, um, yeah, it's, like, you know, you, life still happens, right, and you get these audition notices, okay, you've got one tomorrow, you've got one, whatever, two days from now, and you have to, like, drop everything yeah, and do it. Like, you gotta, like, do all this stuff, and I've kicked, I, there have been times where I haven't been prepared, and I've gone into audition, and I'm like, fuck. I just took a whole day off of work. I was completely unprepared for this and I just like fucked it up and then I usually like cry in my car because that's I'm hypersensitive. That's okay. Car's but, the best place to cry. Yeah. Car's oh, yeah. the best place. Oh, I've had like full on meltdowns in my car. Like Me too. Oh, my completely man. other like insignificant reasons, like game three, <laughs> Raptors Cavaliers. But like yeah. I cried in my shower that day. Dude, my god, oh, that was no. I was at work when that happened. It was oh, after a no. Jets game. And it was, like, a bunch of people were in the dining room, like, huddled over a phone. And I was like, huh, they're probably checking the Raptors game. When 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 was this? This was, like, in May. Okay, yeah, so I would have still been there. So, like, yeah, Yeah. so they're huddled around a phone, and then I'm like, oh, they're probably watching the Raptors game. (laughs) Ha, 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 whatever. They're probably not. And then they all start going insane. I'm like, like, oh, my God. I'm like, like, LeBron probably hit a game winner. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. There's no way that actually happened. I'm like, there's no way. And then... All of a sudden, my boss is, like, checking his phone. He's like, holy shit, LeBron had the game winner. I was like, fuck, are you... You're like, great. like, I gotta go to the back, check Instagram, saw him and Kevin, like, LeBron and Kevin Love celebrating. I'm like... You're like... Well, um... I need to a minute. There was my sanity. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, that's brutal. If any of that made sense. I don't watch basketball. I'm yes. sorry. You, you knew it was basketball, so that's more. Yes. Than, yeah, there no. we go. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> I did go to a Lakers game. Really? Who do they play? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. 
when was it? This is when you. This was last January. Like last 2017. January twenty seventeen. Oh, okay, so they still had D'Angelo Russell, so I was still a fan of the team. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I. Yeah. I was, it was gonna, great. It was a lot of fun. I was gonna get I, mad at you and be like, "Why did you not charge a court? Why did you not go for Magic Johnson? Say like <laughs> you're an idiot. I'm you're sorry. gonna run this team into the ground. All you do is draft well." <laughs> By the way, my DMs are open, people. So if you wanted like tussle, we'll tussle. <laughs> He's not kidding. Yeah, I'm not oh, kidding. No. He's not kidding. I'm not kidding about that. Uh, oh no. That sounds like a lot of fun though. You went to Staples to watch the Lakers. Yeah, it was super, super cool. It was really great. Yeah. Okay, so earlier you said that uh, you don't consider yourself an Instagram model. Yeah. I mean, like you're an actress, you're a model. I mean, those two things kind of go hand in hand, in my yeah, eyes anyway. Yeah. I don't have the most valid opinion, but right, right, yeah. How is modeling going, and how did that kind of help? Yeah, okay, so, like, this is my, okay, and this is maybe, like, not great, and my opinion has definitely changed since I've started acting, but it's it's definitely changed, but um, I used to think, like, oh, if you're not getting paid to, like, act, then you're not an actor, you're, like, you're someone who, like, acts for fun, right? And now my opinion of that has completely 180'd, because... There's so much work in the city, but most of it's non-union. A lot of it's volunteer, and that's how you get your start. And I firmly believe, like, if you want to be something, you have to start acting. That you start, you you walk the walk. I guess is or is that? I don't know. You just like you live the life. You live the life. Yeah. Like I'm an actor. I'm gonna go to set, and whether or not that means I'm paid or not, I'm still a professional. I still have a skill. Yeah. So, with that being said. I guess I should maybe change my opinion of this, but it's the same thing for me with modeling. Like, if you're not being paid to, like, do a campaign or whatever, mm-hmm. like, just because you take a pretty picture on Instagram and you have a lot of followers doesn't make you a model. Fair Sorry. enough. If you're getting, like, brands, like, sending you, like, free shit, then yes, sure. Um, or paying you to make a post, then yes, that is legit. Um... So I guess that's what I mean by, like, I don't consider myself a model. Um, oh, okay, okay. Because I don't, I don't get paid for that work. They're all collaborative shoots. And for me, like, I mean, yes, I know a lot of my pictures, like, there are some, like, boudoir and, like, whatever. But, like, for me, it's definitely more of, like, an artistic expression. Yeah. I'm more into, like, fine art photography, I guess, even though my feed doesn't really reflect that. But whatever. Um, I did, yeah, I did model when I was a kid. I did make money from it. Um... But how that all transpired, so this is. I mean, you were recently yeah. in uh, the Maxim Covergirl contest. Yes, yeah, yes. I, how, how did that happen? Yeah, okay, start? so, okay, so basically, how this all transpired was that relationship I mentioned. Uh, we were together for seven years. I, and this, like, the photos are on my Instagram, so, like, it's, it's whatever. I yeah. did a boudoir shoot for our anniversary, but then we broke up. So I told the photographer, I, like, I paid for the shoot, like, I, this was, like, a, you know, a regular thing, and, uh, I was, like, well, like, you can have the photos if you want, you can post them on your Instagram or whatever, so he did, and then I guess other photographers, um, started noticing me from that, so then they started messaging me, asking me to shoot. Oh, were you dating the guy who took the pictures? No. Oh, okay. No, I- Oh, no, I totally... Oh, I, I did... Yes, I, I was dating another photographer for a little bit. Okay. Yes, that's not what I, I... Sorry, I understood yeah. that completely wrong. No, 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 that's okay. Yes, no, the, I was, yeah, dating this guy, wanted to do something nice for him for our anniversary, decided okay. to get okay, there we go. our photos taken. Yes. Uh, so this photographer, um, yeah, I told him he could keep the photos. People started uh, messaging me, sliding in the DMs, and I was, like, super, like, 
what? Like, yeah, I, I didn't, cool. like, I, I was, like, super taken aback by it. I was flattered. Um, but, yeah, I was like, I don't, like, uh, I don't model. Like, why are you? Anyway, so I was like, yeah, sure. And then um, I did a really great shoot with this guy. We're good friends. Um, and then it's just kind of gone from there. Um, so the Maxim thing uh, kind of came from that. Like, I used to hate pictures, which is funny because I, I did model when I was a kid, but like from like maybe 15 to like 23, 24, 24, mm -hmm. I, I hated pictures. Like I, I did not like being in them. I did not feel comfortable in front of the camera. And that's like every, it's 2018. It's every girl. We had like body image issues. Graduation must have been a bitch for you. Eh? Oh yeah. <laughs> like I was just like, I although pictures, no. Yeah. I was just like, ugh. so, um, it's funny because, like, if you look at, like, my Facebook, because before Instagram, there's, like, very few photos of me from, like, in those years, which is kind of unfortunate now. And that is also why I was, like, okay, I want to, like, you know, I've been very cruel to myself over the years and, like, I want to be comfortable with myself and I want to, like, celebrate myself and, um, you know, and, like, appreciate my my body and mm -hmm. whatever. Right. So I kind of like forced myself to do it and then I just kind of got comfortable doing it and yeah. now I really like it. Um, but yeah, so then that was kind of like with the Maxim thing. I was like, you know what? Like I've recently, like if you met me two years ago, I guess like completely different people, like totally yeah. different. And I guess that was like a big thing for me. It was like, I've become this like, new person and like I'm still growing and figuring things out and like shit is flying at me left and right and I'm like mm -hmm. trying to like whatever but um yeah it felt like a cool thing to do and also I would have won ten thousand dollars if I got on the cover nice. which I could have really used but uh yep did not did not make the cover but that's okay I got pretty close so I'm yeah you're fourth that. yeah I made it to like I think it was, like, the, one of the, maybe the third round, like, the third last round. Wow. Or maybe the second, I don't, I don't even remember. But, yeah, I got close, so I'm happy with that. But, one of the things yeah. you're talking about uh, in that cover shoot, you said you wanted to take back your sexuality. Mm. What does that mean to you? So, okay, to me, like, I'm 100% a feminist, and, again, it was funny, I had this conversation with someone earlier. I think, um, like, the male and the female body, but specifically the female body, um, it doesn't have to be sexual, and I think, like, women get shit on a lot for, like, being comfortable with okay. their sexuality, and, like, like, posting, like, a, not, I, I don't even want to say provocative, but, like, a photo on Instagram where they're maybe wearing, like, a bikini or whatever, yeah. right? Like, up until maybe a few years ago, that was, like, you know, not a cool thing to yeah, do. Yeah, super taboo. Yeah, and so, for me, like... Maxim is obviously, it's, it's Maxim, right? Um, and I guess I just like, you know, this makes it sound, because <laughs> after my breakup, I just, you know, no, I just, um, I just <laughs> let loose sleeping with everyone. No, no, not at all. And I've always been, I've never, and that's the thing too, is like, I think you can explore your sexuality without like being overtly sexual, if that yeah. makes sense. I don't know. I guess it was just like, 
I'm going to start telling that from now on. Yeah. I, don't have, I don't have sex, like, at all. Like, <laughs> I'm just exploring myself I'm sexually exploring, without having yeah, sex. Yeah, like, I think, like, a woman, a woman can be, can be attractive and, like, tantalizing, but she doesn't have to do it for anyone specifically, and, like... Exactly. You can do it for yourself, mm-hmm. and I think that was, like, it for me, like, like, I just kind of right, like, it's 2018, all people have, like, self-esteem issues and insecurities and... Let's just, you know, and we have social media to blame for a lot of that. And I know that's kind of ironic given what we're talking about. But um, I guess I just was, like, really, I didn't let myself, like, express myself in any way. And I think that also relates to, like, acting and, like, Mm -hmm. singing and all that. Like, I, um, it's funny, I've had a few auditions lately where I've had to sing. And, like, I think I have a pretty decent voice. But back in the day, I was super shy. I would not sing for anyone. And these auditions have kind of, like pushed me to do that so like I think I really have acting to thank for like mm-hmm. all of this like it's it, and the thing with auditions is like especially when you have an agent like you you have to be there like if if you have an audition you have to be there there's no excuse and if you don't show up you're probably getting dropped and so these auditions where I've had to sing I like I'm uncomfortable but I don't have a choice and so it's really like pushed me out of my comfort zone in yeah. a great way and so yeah I guess just like with the sexuality thing it's just um it's just expressing that part of myself that I didn't let myself express for a really long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I like that you said yeah. that though. I like that you mentioned how, uh, that you're doing it for yourself. I think that's yeah. very insightful, yeah. you know, because a lot of times people do things for other people, you know, yeah. like you talk to, and this is kind of a different area altogether, yeah, yeah, but it ties in, you know, you talk to people and you say, oh, what do you take in school? They go, oh, well, I want to do this, but my parents would kill me if I did that, yeah. you know, or, or I feel like I should, I, I feel obligated to do something else instead. You yeah. Know? When I used to play basketball and many moons ago, mm-hmm. three months, <laughs> I, uh, a lot of times I was playing is because I found motivation in pissing other people off or putting right. other people wrong. Yeah. It took me a long time to realize that I should have been playing for myself because I liked the yeah. game, you know, yeah. and I enjoyed working out and I enjoyed getting yeah. better. It was, oh, I got cut in grade 11, so fuck the guy who cut me, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go show him. And I yeah. did, but then it was yeah. like, oh, okay, well, I had no offers from university teams, so I'm going to a small college team. Right. Fuck those people who yeah. didn't show me up. And then it was, well, I didn't really have a good year with that team. Things didn't go well towards the end of the season. So fuck that team. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go play for another team. Yeah. And then I kind of lost that. I didn't know who yeah. to say fuck you to or anymore yeah. because that team wasn't in my conference. And then you kind of like start to question like why you're really doing it. Exactly. Right? And things started yeah. getting, when, when things started getting tough for me. Because I'm an idiot and don't know when to slow down and worked huh. out six days a week and worked oh, 30 no. hours a week. Oh, gosh. I'm very, yeah. I'm, okay. I, I used to be that way, too, when I was in university. Decision-making yeah. wasn't the best <laughs> suit for me. And so it got to the point where I'm like, why am I doing this anymore, yeah. you know? So I really like that you said that. I think that's super accurate that a lot of times yeah. we need to realize that we need to do things for ourselves. To, yeah. And not to make ourselves happy, to, but to express ourselves. Yes. Not to yeah. prove ourselves. And that's the thing. Like, sometimes you might do something for yourself and find out that, like, you really don't like it. And, like, that's okay. But you need to I think you need to explore that you need to explore every part mm-hmm. of yourself and like find out what really makes you happy and why you're doing it yeah and, yeah yeah like let's say you went into acting you know you're mm-hmm. going you're gonna go move to Atlanta and all of a sudden you yeah. went to acting and you said you know what? this isn't for me and it kind of helped ease you into moving to Atlanta you know yeah. you're finding out what you don't like exactly exactly so now that I've like done it and yeah it's been tough like there has there's been many tears <laughs> but uh now that I know, right, and if the time comes and I'm like, I can't do this anymore, and, like, I had a moment like that 
a few months ago, um, and I was like, I was ready to quit, and which I know was ridiculous because I've only been doing it for a year. Mm-hmm. But um, at least I've I've tried it, and like, if it doesn't work out, there's never going to be that what if, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, I went to that audition and I didn't get it. But like, what if I had kept trying? You know? Yeah, I think I think there's yeah. always gonna be that what if. Yeah, yeah. You know? So now that I've done it and you know I've kind of I've you know I've booked a few parts and I've you know I I, I kind of know how it works and whatever. I'm, you know, if it doesn't work out, then I know that I gave it a, my best shot. Yeah. And that's that. And then on to the next, right? Yeah. So, no, that's yeah. great though. Because one of the things that's really tough for me to accept and not just and my ambitions and everything. Mm-hmm. It's super tough for me because it took me such a long time to get this, but like nobody owes me anything. I don't mm-hmm. owe anybody anything. Mm-hmm. I don't have to prove myself to anybody. Yeah. You know, it's more about expressing myself. Yeah. And trying to figure out what I love. Totally. Instead of anybody yeah. else's thoughts. I about. love that. And that's something that like, it bugs me because um, there's, there's people who, you know, they are entitled. They think that people, like the world owes them something and like, Oh, I just, I just, that's probably, like, my biggest pet peeve is when people are not humble. But, like, I've always, I mean, this sounds super negative, but, like, I've always told myself, you know, there's always going to be someone more talented than you, prettier than you, skinnier than you, smarter than you. I don't think that's negative. I think that's just, like, Yeah, so just, like, don't, you know, don't go in somewhere thinking that you're, like, king shit, you know, be humble, put in the work, Mm -hmm. um, and just... You know, just do do the very best that bring your very best. Yeah. And you know, whatever that is suitable for will work out. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really important to be open in those situations where mm-hmm. you're going out of your comfort zone. Like yeah. how you said, you know, I want to try acting and I wanna make sure it works. Mm-hmm. And you had that moment where you were gonna quit, but you yeah. wanted to maintain open and see if things are gonna work out. I think that's yeah. really good. I like that. Which is it's funny because right when that all happened, uh, I'm trying to think about the timeline here. It was maybe, maybe three weeks after that I got offered another role. So wow. I'm glad that I didn't quit. But yeah, it was, uh, I was definitely, and it's funny because that was one of those auditions that I went in. And I actually, I was pretty well prepared for that audition. Um, but it's funny too, because like sometimes you'll go in for parts, like the part originally, the age range was like 31 to 35. And I was like, man, I'm 26 and, like, go out for, like, 18-year-olds. Like, why are they calling me in for this? But I went in and I did it. And it was a singing role. And that was another thing. I was like, fuck, I have to sing again. Like, yeah. oh, my God. And, like... Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Age ranges for 31 to 35. What happened to being over the hill at 30? Well, there's still... Okay, so that's... Yeah, I know. That's that's Hollywood. Adam that's Sandler's, like, like, how old and they keep Oh, they mean, they mean women. They mean oh, women. Oh, my, you be, my you God. You either have to be, like, young and hot or, like, mom. I'm there's like, because that no, guy fucking sucks. Like... In between. But there and is. And he keeps getting casted. Yeah. Who? Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. That guy's fucking great. <laughs> he's pretty funny, man. No, he's not. I, like I heard he's really nice. I heard he's super nice. He's probably yeah. nice, you know? Yeah. Like, you can be a nice guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, like, yeah. <laughs> what if he... Is he a good gardener, then, because he's a nice guy? Fair enough. Maybe not. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> probably no, pay someone true. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You can be terrible at your job and a great person. And still be a good person. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Um... Yeah, no, and that'll happen sometimes, too, where, like, I, I too, they're going to start filming a movie here in a couple weeks, I think. It's called uh, Strike the Musical, or I think they call, it's called Stand now. Anyway, whatever. Um, I went and I read for two parts. That was a super weird audition. I read for one part, and the age range was 40 to 60, and I was like, okay. Um, but they'll do that because there might be, like, they'll change the script. Like, the script is changing all the time. Like, you'll get different versions of scripts, like, okay, after your audio book. And so they'll, like, change a character or they'll, like, 
put a character in or whatever. And so they'll often get you in just to see if you fit something else, which is nice. Um, but yeah, I went in and I read for this one part and it was the weirdest audition I've ever had because it was, it was the first audition. And like, usually the first auditions are just like casting director and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the callback will be like director, producer, writer. And so I go in and like the director and the producer are in the room already. And I'm like, shit. Oh shit. And, um, so I do my thing and no one says anything. And I'm like, okay, was that, uh, was that not good? And then he kind of like looks through the director, like looks through my resume. He looks at my headshot and he's like, can you come back tomorrow and read for this other character? That's also (laughs) age range 40 to 60. And I was like, uh, sure. So I did and I didn't get anything, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's such a weird, it's such a weird thing. And that's that too so was odd. leaving leaving work for another half day, right? And yeah, it's... Yeah, about uh, missing a day of pouring people's drinks. Well, yes, right. that's... And see, that's the thing. It was funny, because we talked about, like, our, our work party that oh, we yeah. go to. I had an Great audition decision. the next day, and that was why I didn't go, because I had texted a friend of ours from there. Or he had texted me, I don't know. He's like, hey, are you coming? And I was like, honestly... No, like, I want to be an actor, not a partier, so I'm going to yeah. stay home and work on this. But, uh, no, like, I had a, a full-time, like, office job. Oh, wow. I say, like, okay. nine, nine to five office job, but, like, it wasn't. And that was part of the problem was, like, because you still have to sustain yourself, like, mm-hmm. as an actor. Yeah, and you're not enough. working all the time, right? You still need to pay your fucking bills. So, um, but my hours were all over the place. Like, it was, like nine or eight to four and then 11 to seven and then uh 11 to seven on tuesdays and then like nine to four on wednesdays and then like one to seven on thursdays and then seven thirty to three thirty on fridays and so i couldn't tell my agent like if i had a regular like eight to four i could be like hey i can do auditions on my lunch break or after four mm-hmm. right um but because that wasn't the case it was like kind of weird and so yeah. i ended up being fired from that job my dad I worked for my dad he says I wasn't fired but like I was fired he's like I laid you off and I'm like well <laughs> I don't really care I still don't have a job so that's funny yeah it's been it's been interesting but sacrifices have to be made for what you want to do if you really love it so yeah yeah do you think that somehow being like a cheerleader for the bombers helped you prepare for all this I think so I think like being a dancer in general mm-hmm. like a hundred percent um just, like, being used to performing and, like, being, like, outgoing and being able to um, interpret different things and, like, express emotions mm-hmm. not through just, like, emoting, like, yeah. through a different way, you know? Um, it's also kind of been, like, it's been, overall it's been great, but I did have an audition for this role uh, where she's she's kind of, like, an army brat her mom died. She's very kind of like jaded, feels like she's against the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and my acting coach at the time, he was like, here's the thing. Like, this character is, she's rough around the edges. She's not, she's, you know, she's not well-educated. She's she's jaded. And she's not poised. And he's like, the problem here is that you you are those things. You're poised from dance. You have a university degree. He's like, you have to unlearn that. And that's hard because that's like who you are. It's yeah. not, it's not like I don't consciously wake up thinking, oh, I'm a former dancer, therefore this. And yeah. I, you know, so it's like, it's just like who I am. Yeah, and that's the thing with acting is character. like, 
it, kind of like what I said earlier, it doesn't really matter, like, you can be the best looking person who walks in that room, you can be the most talented person who walks in that room, but, like, we all have these things in our lives that have made us who we are, and there's no way to, like, get rid of that. That's how we are. And so if that suits a character, if a director sees that part of you suiting that character, you're going to get it. It doesn't matter if someone else had a better audition than you. They just might not. It's those little, like, minute things about yeah. you. And that is also the frustrating thing, right? It's mm-hmm. like you can bring your very best, but it doesn't always matter. You, yeah. know, you still want to be as prepared as you can be, but yeah. Okay, so I've always had yeah. this issue or question about cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. I go to, you know, Bombers games sometimes. Do they do the same dance every game? <laughs> okay. Oh, let's get into this. Here please. we go. The issue with the Bombers is that, um, yes, basically the answer is yes. Well, the dancers, okay, I thought we were going to go into, like, a team breakdown. Like, the issue with the Bombers no, is, like, no, no, they've no, never no. had a sustainable quarterback before. No. Oh, well. <laughs> but, it's um, no, it's, uh, yes, the dance, the dances that you're seeing on the sidelines, when they're not on the field, those dances, they're called sidelines. That's what they're called. Okay. Um, the sidelines, those were taught during my first year on the Bombers, which was four years ago. They haven't changed it. No. They've added a couple, which are slight variations of the ones that already exist, and I am not kidding. So if you go to the games and you're like, you're sitting in the stands or whatever, and you're watching the cheerleaders, do you like somehow like, sometimes break into dance via habit? Like you see them doing your arms start going? Yeah. Oh, because they're doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, There's like, like, oh man. Um, There's like... Uh, th- and they all have names. So, like, you'll be on the sidelines because it's loud, right? And so mm-hmm. we have someone who, like, calls out the name of the sideline. And so they yell it. So we have we have one called Sushi Roll. So <laughs> person, the caller, will be like, Sushi Roll, and then we all yell it back so we know, like, okay. what we're doing. And then it's like, uh, Sushi Roll's one, two, we call it back, three, four, and then it's five, six, seven, eight, and then we start it. And so I can see it from, like, a mile away. I'm like, oh, that's sushi roll. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and I definitely, like, I'm sure you've seen Mean Girls. I have not, actually. What? I'm sorry. Oh. This is where, like, oh, wa- no. this, is where watching super, this is where watching Superbad 27 times becomes an issue, because I don't have oh, time for bad. other movies. <laughs> but really, you should watch Mean Girls. I feel like you'd enjoy it, especially if you like Superbad, but... Anyway, there's one scene. I don't like Superbad. I love Superbad. Okay. It's like me with Step Brothers. (laughs) Fair enough. It is really good. But there's one scene when they're like all in their little Christmas outfits and then Regina George's mom goes up and then she's like the cool mom with like the video camera. That's like me now. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And also it's weird because like I'm 26 and like all the girls are like 18, 19. Like, oh, I'm like a decade older than you. That's so weird. But, um... Yeah, it's, it's, yes, the dances are the same. Um, okay. Part of the reason, so I actually quit uh, my first year. I quit uh, before the season was over. And I'm not, I'm not a quitter. I uh, I see things through. But kind of like what we were talking about before, um, everyone has their breaking point of yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it was just, it was... Uh, Basically, what ended up being the straw that broke the camel's back. So, the, the, all the cheer teams go to Grey Cup. It's called, like, cheer extravaganza. And, like, each team has their kind of, like, home base. Okay. And um, 
all the teams perform at each other's venues. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's super cool. It's super fun. Um, the one time I went, my drink did get refeed. That was not fun. Ooh. Yeah, that's a... It ended up being fine. But, like, Thank girls, God. watch your drinks. Um, and don't... If you have a weird vibe about Red Bull, don't drink the Red Bull. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, it's just... So, yes. All the teams go to Grey Cup. Um... But this one year, Grey Cup was in Vancouver, and I don't know if you've seen, like, we sell calendars. Yeah. Um, that's how we fundraise to get to Grey Cup. So it's usually, like, we have, we have to sell 100 calendars, and then we're good to go. Our way to Grey Cup is paid. Right. Um, or you can pay the difference. Whatever. The first year, they canceled the calendar shoot, and they were like, we're going to find another way to fundraise. They didn't. Um, so, like, three weeks before we were supposed to go to Grey Cup, they were like, oh, you got to pay your own way. Or you can take a bus, which is, like, would be fine if we weren't all in school and had exams and class to take a week off from. Um, so, and there was, like, a whole bunch of other, like, practices being canceled, not happening. Yeah. It's until, one thing like, when you're taking that week off with them paying. Yeah. It's another thing to Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to take... Yeah, exactly. So, that was... Yeah. So, I ended up quitting because I was like, I'm not putting up with this. And, like, even if I was willing to pay, I'm a student. I don't have... $1,500 to drop on three weeks notice. Like, are you kidding me? Um, so that was that. And then, um, yeah, the sidelines have not changed. They are still the same. And um, the choreography, I remember being so irate. Um, fuck, what is it called? It's that game, Banjo Bowl. Banjo Bowl. Oh, yeah. Um, so Banjo Bowl, we usually do, like, a really big, like, whatever thing for halftime it's like a big dance and we all okay. like we usually do like a country kind of like whatever we wear like cut off jean shorts and yeah so um we had like a, a long a long time to do choreography for that we didn't do any choreography what we did instead was all of our sidelines uh. in succession from at this time that was 2016 so two years prior so <sighs> The choreographer that they have now is very talented. Um, I haven't been on the team for a couple years, so mm -hmm. I can't speak to it now. Um, it was just very disorganized, and um, the dancers are just not respected as a part of the cheer and dance team. It's really yeah. unfortunate. Um, I don't know. It's just... I, I love performing. Like, I, I love performing. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, like... I kept doing it because I loved doing that, but, like, everything else was a bunch of bullshit, to yeah. be frank. So, we had our old uniforms uh, my first year, and they were, like, there was, like, a halter top and a dress. And um, my second year, they got new uniforms, and they had these other ones that are long sleeve that are super cute, but the problem is that the material that they are and, like, the color that they are show sweat stains, like, oh. no tomorrow. And so we wouldn't wear them ever because the majority of our season, it's 40 degrees outside, mm -hmm. apparently. Um, so we basically just wore, like, one uniform the whole season. Uh, but this year I was looking. They took the sleeves off and put, like, a mesh sleeve on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was looking. I was like, did they, did they get new uniforms again? And I was like, oh, no, they changed that so they could wear them. Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's what's one of your favorite stories from this whole acting part of your life or performing? You know, it doesn't even have to be from this. Just performance in general. Performance in general. Um, 
Okay, well, this, this is like a deep question now all of a sudden. Doesn't um, have to be no, no, it's it's good. It's it's kind of like, so I'm I'm a big believer in like, you know, everyone's got a purpose and like, yeah, it can be brought out in different ways, and sometimes yeah. it's gonna it's gonna come out in ways that you didn't expect or plan it to. Yeah. Um, and so for me, like part of the reason, another reason why I didn't pursue anything in the performing arts was because like. I was like, I want to make a difference. I want to help people. And, like, you know, acting doesn't do that. Like, what does art really do? Like, it doesn't, you know. And that is so wrong. Like, that is so false. And maybe this seems really, like, not childish. But I just, like, when I'm having a shitty day, all I want to do is turn on Friends or watch a movie and, you know, sit and, like, just forget about my issues for a little bit mm -hmm. and like if I can do that for someone then I've helped at least one person feel better even yeah. if it's just for the time being the other part of that is um and this kind of came out uh with what we were talking about earlier with a boy who crushed me um fucking boys fucking boys man men are bullshit sorry Fuckers. sorry um, I'm bullshit. I'm a man. <laughs> we so. really are. I'm, I'm We're not um, that great. I can't speak for the other one. I just know me. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I just... For me, like, just in the society that we live in now, like, we've got Tinder, and, like, I mean, I don't even know if that's, like, a thing. Tinder's really a trap. Anymore. I tried it. Like, I tried it a couple times, and, like, even if I would yeah. get matches, I just wouldn't talk to them because I was addicted to swiping. Yeah, I, I've never, I've never used Tinder. I had Bumble for literally like one hour, and then I was like, "This is stupid," and I deleted it. But I didn't know that you had to like delete actually your delete account. your account. And so I just like deleted my app, and I'm like, whatever. And then like someone like my DMs, if I don't follow you, like they go into my like message requests or whatever okay. it's called, and I check them periodically in case there's like something important. But this guy had messaged me, he's like, hey, like, I saw you on Bumble. And I was like, isn't the point of Bumble so that this doesn't happen? Like, I thought that was, like, for the... Gr I was like, I obviously ignored it. But anyway, yes, <laughs> tangent. Um, no, it's just... And it's not just that. It's not just, like, romantic relationships or whatever. But um, I feel like we live in a world now where we're so disconnected from our emotions... Uh, for a few reasons, um, social media, yes, being one of them, because everyone portrays this perfect life, and I am guilty of that too, like, being frank, the last few months of my life have been the hardest, mm -hmm. and, like, the shittiest, and my Instagram is, like, me smiling in a bikini, and, like, <laughs> Yeah, but are so, you gonna like, post a picture of yourself breaking down and crying? Your no, <laughs> exactly, no, right? no, but it's funny, I do actually have, so I kind of mentioned, like, I'm into, like, a fine, I'm, I'm into more, like, fine art photography but I do have a project planned with my good friend um he has a book concept and there might be like crying photos soon but that's it whatever anyway um yes part of the part of the reason why I I am doing this is because I think that people are really disconnected from their own emotions mm -hmm. and that simultaneously makes it really easy to be cruel to others mm -hmm. um because we're just this we're just no one is allowed to feel. Like, when people cry, they say, I'm sorry for crying, yeah. right? And it's like, why are you sorry? Like, your your feelings are valid. Mm -hmm. um, and especially for men, right? Like, being yeah. emotional is like... Now it's becoming a little bit more, like, accepted, I guess if you want to use that term. But, like, it's still very, 
you know, for a man to be emotional yeah. is, like, it's still a weird thing, right? And, like, that's so wrong. Like, I don't know. I, I guess that's, I just, if I can, if I can bring emotion to a character and bring a character to life and someone can relate to that and it's going to you know, be transformative in their life, even just a little bit, or makes them think about, you know, change their perception of someone a little bit because they know someone who's going through something similar and they didn't think about it that way or whatever, then, like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want I want humanity to um, just, like, give a shit about each other, yeah. really. Like, I love that. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I want. I think, and I think, like, it's, it's funny, there's this book that I'm reading, like, I read a lot of acting books, and that's, whatever, uh, but there's one called The Artist's Way, and it's not specifically for actors, it is tailored towards actors, um, but like I mentioned, I was accepted to go to school of chiropractic, and I opened this book, and one of the first lines is basically, like, acting is spiritual chiropractic, and I was like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> yeah, and I was like... This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, if, I, if there was ever a sign, you know? Light shines yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, time. exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's... Yes, I kind of forget what the question was. Sorry. I, I, I forget too, honestly. <laughs> I guess why why I wanted to act was that? I think I was asking about a story for all this, and you... <laughs> oh, my favorite thing about acting. Favorite story. Yeah, favorite, favorite story. story. That was it. Yeah. We got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we go. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we totally yeah, got Yeah, just that I want to make someone... Treat someone better, I guess. Yeah. And that's that's my favorite thing about acting. Yeah. Do you think that the emotional disconnect is because oftentimes, instead of instead of necessarily learning how to treat other people, we don't know how to treat ourselves? Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. Like you said, for example, you, you have a rough day, you go home by yourself, you know, cry mm-hmm. it out, watch friends, whatever it is yeah. you need to do. I think a lot of times people don't really understand how to better themselves. You know, they restrict yeah. themselves from crying or thinking about that thing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that bug them, you know, instead of thinking about it and feeling shitty about it and yeah. getting over it, it's all just ignoring. Yeah, no, and that that is um, kind of like my own life lesson for me because I used to be like that. I would ignore my problems, ignore my problems, whatever, and then they would blow up one day because I just bottled everything in for so long. And, yeah, I think that's such a huge, a huge issue. Um, And for me, I kind of talked about this before, like, when you're doing, like, the work with acting, when you're figuring out, like, okay, what's the scene, what's the objective, right? Like, you're constantly asking yourself, like, why? Like, why this, why that? And it is really like healing like mm-hmm. it's really and like maybe that's a little bit like a selfish thing to no, do when no, you're acting, but like it's turning turning your poison to medicine right and um I think yeah I just if I had one thing to say to people about like figuring out how to do that is just like let yourself feel um and even that like if someone Fuck, I don't know. It, but yes, I, I I agree with... Yeah, it's... People don't know how to do that. And they don't let themselves do that. And I wish that I had a better answer in, like, how to allow themselves to do that, I guess. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alright, so we're coming down to the end of the episode. Danica, I mean... 
You've said a lot. <laughs> so much time. <laughs> no, it's fine. I loved all this. This is great. Um, is there anything else you want to say, leave everybody with? I still see you in theaters October 12th. Yeah, yep. yeah. Make sure you guys check that out. Support the interviewees yes. on the show. And, 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 um, somebody, someone. I don't know when it'll be out. Uh, it's a Lifetime movie, but it is the very incredible story of Regina Louise. Check that out as well. All right, well, the trailer for I Still See You is going to be linked in the description below, so make sure you check that out. <laughs> check out Danica's uh, Suffocate to Death. <laughs> it's an awesome time, trust me. It's really worth it. So click that in the link below. Uh, you can check out her Instagram and her Twitter and whatever else she wants us to put on there. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, remember to subscribe, like, leave a comment, uh, whatever it is you guys love doing nowadays. Uh, and thank you so much for being here with us on the Shoot Shoot Podcast. knows you're the powerhouse who does it right to show your yard who's boss. We do it right too with innovative Craftsman string trimmers featuring easy start technology for simpler pull starts. Shop now and add a new trimmer to your arsenal with a Craftsman two-cycle gas string trimmer for just $129. And for two days only, April 19th and 20th, all new and existing Lowe's credit card holders get 10% off purchases made with your Lowe's card. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Craftsman offer valid through 424. Credit offer subject to credit approval and can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details U.S. only. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing new Firehouse Pairs. Pair your favorite small sub with a signature side, like the awesome five cheese mac and cheese. And remember, a portion of every purchase at Firehouse Subs goes towards helping first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating in locations only, Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.